Hello, everybody. Welcome to Morgan's Room. Once again, I am here with the fifth installment of this podcast. Um, I previously recorded something, and it was just some updates about, you know, going on deployment and things like that, but I thought it was really boring, um, so I deleted it. (laughs) And uh, I didn't really want to keep talking about it for 30 minutes, so... um, I have some more interesting things to talk about, which, I mean, I think are interesting um, because I love drama and I love uh, TV and movies and things like that. And um, maybe some of you guys will agree on me on um, some of the looks I have on these. Um, So today I'm just going to be talking about some of the series, TV series or movies that I have seen or like books I've read that um, I have a lot of thoughts about that I think that no one talks about enough, and if they do, I have not heard them, so I want to talk about it. Um, So I will kick this off. I might do this in two parts because I have a lot of thoughts and feelings, Um, but I will do this in two parts. So I will start with um, my favorite, probably my favorite YouTube series um, that I had ever seen, uh, which is Carmilla. And it is based off of the super old novella of Carmilla, which is basically about a young girl who meets this other young girl who turns out to be a vampire. And she, like, seduces this chick and everything like that. And, like, it's a very, you know, old Victorian tale of gay vampires. So, um, I don't really like the original um, novella. I read it on deployment last time, uh, or last year I wrote it, read it on deployment and I didn't really care for it. Um, but the, uh, YouTube series, which is a, um, mini series on YouTube, it was done in three seasons or three parts. And it was, um, it's basically a stationary camera, um, kind of filmed like a, kind of like a play, um, but it's a stationary camera where the, you know, the characters or actors are sitting in front of a quote unquote computer screen, um, and, you know, telling the story that way. So I really like that. One thing I loved about this series was, so there's three seasons, um, and each season had like 32 episodes of like scene, like short scenes. Um, and each season I think is about two, two and a half to three hours long. Um, so you can like watch them in their entirety. So on, on YouTube, they have like the entire seasons, um, like in one video. Uh, so that's like super nice. Um, and then after they finished their series, it got so much attention and so many people loved it. They made a movie, um, and I bought the movie and the movie is great. Um, very, very wonderful. Um, so, yeah, the thing I love about the series was, it was the, what you see, like, the visual was a stationary camera, so that you're not seeing, like, the things that they're talking about, like, locations they are talking about, other people they're talking about, you don't see these things, like, you don't actually get to see with your own two eyes what these things look like, so it's very uh, good storytelling, um, because, like, the, they, demand you to use your imagination and uh I really really loved that so um it was just like amazing how I had such clear ideas of you know what these places that they were talking about would look like and you know all these different things and it just like 
made sense in my head because the story is told so like wonderfully. Um, so I really like that it had that imaginative piece to it. Um, and then of course, you know, there is, they take the, um, kind of, uh, ambiguous relationship between the two main characters and the original book. Um, and they, uh, expand it in the series, the YouTube series. So they make the two, the two main characters, Laura and Carmilla are love interests. So it is very gay, very wonderful. Um, and it's just a good story, which I don't think that people really realize because it's a it's a pretty weird story like it's a like very bizarre type of genre but it's just so good and um you know the actresses are really good and the drama is there and like you're really convinced that you know the stakes are as high as they seem and uh it's just like so exciting to watch even though you know this camera isn't going anywhere and you're only seeing one room for like the entire series but um it's, it's super cool. Um, and the relationship between Carmilla and Laura is just kind of like enemies to lovers, kind of, um, which I really like, but, uh, it's, you know, it's a lot about not judging people, you know, by what they seem like they are and getting to know them and, you know, not, you know, taking everything at surface value. So it's pretty, you know, pretty enlightening. Um, and then, you know, they kind of touch on the fact that, you know, you can think you're doing the right thing, or you can think that what you're doing is going to get you to a certain result, certain end product. Um, and you can be wrong and you can fail and you can lose and it, life will still go on, like, things will still move forward, the show will still continue, um, so it's kind of eye-opening to just, like, see in a fictional sense how people deal with these things, um, and then kind of relate it to your own personal, uh, story and your own personal life, um, which I relate to a lot because, unfortunately, in the Navy, there's a lot of parallels, um, where, whereas, you know, you, you think that you're doing the right things and you don't get the result you were expecting and, you know, you are disappointed when you don't think you don't get what you thought you deserved and um, putting your, your, putting so much effort and work and, and passion into something and still not getting what you wanted out of it and still not getting that finished product um, that you thought that you were going to get is just something that I have personally dealt with a lot in the past. Um, and it's a hard pill to swallow. Um, a lot of people don't learn this lesson. And honestly, I feel like you kind of, I feel like everyone should learn this lesson because you get very, very humble afterwards. Um, but yeah, it is, it is very possible to do all of the right things, put every a check in every single box and still, for whatever reason, still lose, still fail, still not get what you wanted. Um, and it's just hard to accept that that's how life is and that's how the, the world works. And even in, you know, in fictional stories, like this happens to, to everybody um, and it can happen to anybody. It's like no one's immune from this lesson. Um, 
which I I really like. And then, you know, the story of Carmilla just kind of puts it into a more dramatic and more extreme perspective. Um, but at the same time, you can still dwindle it down to, um, you know, relate to it in your own way. Um, so that's what I love about that series. Um, it's a very good series. I really like it. There's like romance and comedy and things like that. Um, actresses are really wonderful. So you should watch, um, Carmilla on, uh, YouTube. But yeah, so the, the whole like idea of putting your best foot forward and, um, you know, thinking you're on the right side of things or thinking you're, um, right in a situation or you're, you know, on some higher level than other people. Um, and you know, you think, okay, I'm going to get this type of, uh, reward for what I'm doing, or I'm putting this much work in, therefore I should be getting this much out of it. Um, it is hard to, like, it's hard to realize that that is not always the case. Um, especially in the Navy, you know, I could relate to this when I was younger and I was, it's like 2015. Um, I was super young. I was a baby, uh, baby corpsman in Virginia and I was going through a lot of stuff. I got dealt a really shitty hand. Um, so I was going through a lot and, um, I really, really thought that, okay, if I work super, super hard, if I get to work first and leave last, if I, you know, put all these checks in the boxes, do everything I'm supposed to, you know, I'll get, um, I'll get an evaluation that, um, is like the best one. Um, I will get the early promote and I will be, you know, the best, the best out of my, out of my peers, out of my class. And it was just hard to, to realize that I was not the only person who was employing this idea. And I was not the only person that thought that, they were the best and that they were doing everything right. And it was just hard to realize that, yeah, um, I may be doing my best, but this person is also doing their best and maybe they're better at it than I am. And that's why I kind of hate the phrase of, oh, you did your best. And it's like, it's not really, that isn't comforting at all to me. Like if anything, it makes me feel 10 times worse because I'm like, great, I did my best. Like that was my absolute best. And it still fell short. Like it still wasn't enough. Like it, it didn't matter, you know, how close I was because it still failed. Like I still failed. Um, and so like the whole, oh, you did your best thing. It just drives me insane. Like I hate it when people say that to me. Um, cause whether it's true or not, you know, you never want to think that, you never want to be faced with the, with the, uh, reality that, okay, you expended yourself to your, your furthest limit and you still fell short and it still went flat. Like no one ever wants to actually accept that. So, um, yeah, it's just a hard thing <laughs> to grasp. A lot of younger people don't, um, don't really get that. Um, in the Navy, yeah, like that happens to a lot of people, especially, like nowadays I feel like people are like sailors, at least corpsmen in my experience are working, um, working harder and getting rewarded for it most of the time. Um, if they are, you know, playing by the rules and doing the right things. And if the people, other people around them are 
slacking off, not doing their best and, you know, not taking it as seriously, um, which was kind of played into my issues when I was a lot younger um, because I thought that I was arrogant enough to think that I was the best and I was trying way harder than everybody else and I was doing way more than everybody else, seeing way more patients, doing all these other extra duties, collateral duties. Um, and I thought that I was like the best thing since sliced bread. Um, and it wasn't the case. And I feel like I didn't have the approachability, um, at that time for anyone to tell me different. Um, and it's ironic because when I was in Virginia, I had a pretty crappy chain of command leadership and I had a lot of issues and a lot of um, complaints and problems and just like a really crappy situation that I was in but at the same time I had um, a great support system. I had really awesome friends um, who are still my friends to this day and you know they got me through it and it's just kind of funny how like my worst work experience was um equaled out with the friends that I had um during that time whereas now as I got to my second command like I wasn't as close kind of wasn't as close but my command my chain of command got better and then now like my chain of command is better um and I don't have too close of a work relationship with the people that I work with, which kind of sucks because we are on a ship and we all live together and it's inevitable. But um, I still very much would like to pick and choose the people I spend my time with um, because I'm very picky on uh, the people I hang out with and who I consider friends and who I don't. Um, but yeah, so the, the uh, phenomenon of trying and losing and failing is something that I am glad that I don't really struggle with that much anymore. I still do from time to time, but at the same time, I feel like now I'm kind of on the other side of it where I feel prepared to help others that are going through the same thing um, that I went through when I was a lot younger. Um, because it's it's hard, like it's it's hard to to hear and it's hard to accept and I think that no one wants to think that they are you know lesser or they are not as good as they are and you know that no one wants to hear that you need to try harder like no one wants to hear oh you need to be doing this too like no one wants to actually have to work harder than they already are to get the same result you know and like that could just be a product of my generation but at the same time, I feel like in the Navy especially, you know, people have a certain expectation for um, their junior sailors. And it's supposed to be, you know, if you, on paper, if you are doing XYZ, you should be getting XYZ. And when that isn't the case, it can be very frustrating um, and infuriating and hard to continue doing the good things that you were previously. Um, you lose a lot of stamina that way when, you know, you work really, really hard. You give 110% of yourself and it still doesn't cut it. It 
is super hard to continue to do that and continue the same ethics and philosophy and all that stuff like that when you know it is not getting you what you want in the end. Um, so that was that was also something I struggled with. But fortunately, I am not. Um, I am so stubborn and I uh, don't give up on anything. So uh, anything I want, I will get eventually one way or another. Um, but yeah, so that, that TV series really just kind of reminded me of, yeah, like you can do a lot. You can try your hardest. You can be the best you can be and you can still fail. You can still lose and there's nothing you can do about it. The only thing you can do is just keep trying and just keep doing it. And that's the only way that you'll actually get through it. So I think that that's a really good, um, a really nice message um, that I just kind of hold on to still today. Um, I think I went too long with that one. <laughs> I had a lot more things to talk about. Um, one thing I think that I would like to say super quick, um, I won't go, I won't ramble on about it too long. Um, there was a kind of dystopia series called the Divergent series. Um, it was a book series. It came out, I think, a little bit after Hunger Games, um, along the same like dystopian lines and whatever. Um, and the main character, also spoiler alert, if you've never read the books or seen the movies, giant spoiler alert. If you don't want to hear this, skip ahead. Um, in the in the series of Divergent, the main character, um, Triss, she is, you know, the driving force of the, of the story. Um, and the biggest, I think the biggest, um, discrepancy and like just the, the biggest, uh, aggravating thing about the movies and the books for this Divergent series was that the movies deterred so far from the books, like, and it was just so infuriating because the first, like, two books that lined up with the movies pretty well. Like, okay, not 100%, but not that bad. I was fine with the first two movies in the first, you know, compared to the first two books. But the last book, the most important thing that happens in this entire series, the entire story, is that the main character, Triss, dies at the end of the last book. She dies. And, like, that is supposed to kind of solidify the whole message. And, like, it, it makes the entire story complete. It makes it whole. And in the movie, they let this chick live. They didn't even kill her in the movie. I was, like, just out of my mind. Like, I hated it. I was, like, why the hell would you do this? Like, it just changed the entire story. Like the entire story it changed by letting her live in the book in in the movie and i feel like that was you know the hollywood trying to paint a prettier picture but you know the whole point of it was that she had to die in the end like she couldn't live like you weren't it didn't get have the same effect as you know if she had actually died like she was supposed to but anyway that's a <laughs> that's my quick piece on the divergent series um I really did enjoy those books, though. I read them when I was, like, 15, 16. I don't know. Um, I really did enjoy them, though. Uh, we're going to move on oh, to my song of the day. Um, I have had a very, very long day. Very tiring week. Um, my song of the day is uh, called Girl on TV 
by Chloe Moriando, and she is a um, super cute um, 18-year-old that makes indie music. Um, a very, very sweet girl. And so I think the uh, song is really, really cute and just super catchy. And I was listening to it on repeat when I was taking a train um, <laughs> to a dental appointment I had. Um, so I really do love this song. I'm probably going to listen to it right after this. Um, for my What's On Your Mind, uh, I had a focus group today from uh, at, at work. And so in the Navy, they we do this survey every year that kind of takes like a consensus of the people in the command about how morale is and things like that, all these different issues. Um, and then after we have those, we take those surveys, we have focus groups after them, after, you know, the uh, commanding officer has reviewed uh, all the results. So we have these focus groups and um, I attended one yesterday and then one today. And it was very interesting to <laughs> hear about the problems of other departments and other rates. And um, I went to this group and I listened. Uh, I mainly listened to what other people were talking about. I didn't really say much. I didn't have too much to say. But um, I heard a lot of crazy, outrageous things that were going on in other departments. And I just kind of couldn't believe it. It was just like took me like by surprise. I was like, this is really happening. Like I I had no idea like XYZ was happening. And you know, I'm like trying to put two and two together, like who like who are they talking about? Cause like in these groups you're not supposed to be naming names. So I'm over here trying to play Sherlock Holmes in my head, <laughs> trying to find out who the hell these people are talking about. Um it was just, you know, super interesting to, to see what else was going on um, outside of my department. And um, so I went back, uh, went back to my department after the group was over. And I talked to my uh, one of my agent ones and I was like, hey, yeah, I just got back from the group. And, you know, you wouldn't believe like some of the stuff they were saying. And I didn't go into detail or anything. I was like, well, it's just crazy that like like these extreme things are happening in other departments and she was like she replied with oh yeah well doesn't it kind of put it into perspective with how our department is and keep in mind my department is maybe a third of the size as the you know quote-unquote problem department um there's way more people in that one so obviously the issues would multiply um and I'm like, I didn't want to say like, okay, well, we don't have, it's not that we don't have those same problems. It's just not magnified. It's not as, ex as extreme. Um, but I didn't really want to say that to her because uh, I didn't want to get into a deeper conversation. So <laughs> I was just like, yeah, I mean, I guess, but it kind of got me thinking and I'm like, yeah, it does put it into perspective, but at the same time, problems are problems. Like, of course, certain problems are more serious than others, but it's still the, it still goes down to the fundamentals of, you know, a positive work environment and, you know, working together and, and all that stuff. Like it still has the same fundamentals. So I feel like comparing like, oh, well we have this issue, but we don't have that issue. So like you should be happy. is just like a really shitty thing to like say, and just kind of like point out. Um, I kind of wish that she had replied differently, but 
you know, beggars can't be choosers, I guess. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of like, yeah, every, um, every department in the Navy, you know, is going to have a different, especially on the ship, like everyone has a different experience. Like no one experiences it the same exact way, but problems are still problems and they should still be fixed no matter if it's super easy to fix or if it takes a lot of effort and, and time and energy to fix. I think everything is worth solving. Um, especially when it comes to junior personnel who are the worker bees and actually do most of the work. Um, it is very, uh, very ill-advised to make those people unhappy and to um, keep them, like, discouraged and just not seeing the light at all. Like, you have to keep your, your worker bees happy and looking forward to things and, you know, give them the best situation that you can. Um, and especially when people are in the position of power to do that and they choose not to, it is, um, super disappointing. Um, and then it just kind of makes me, you know, feel that, that much more compelled to, um, uh, try to change it and try to make people see things a little bit differently because especially on the ship, it's super easy to, lose sight of the bigger picture and kind of forget that there's a life that you have that exists beyond four metal walls, um, which was when I first got to the ship, super hard for me to understand. Um, but, you know, trying to tell that to somebody and trying to help them realize that is even harder, I think, because, you know, you don't really truly know what makes somebody, you know, happy and what makes them even not just happy, but just, like, at a decent, a normal stress level. Like, not wanting to, you know, jump off the flight deck or anything, you know? You don't want that. Like, that's the worst-case scenario. So, I feel like if you aren't doing your best to, you know, enforce a positive working environment and, you know, encouraging people and, you know, trying to get the best performance out of people... It just doesn't seem worth it. Like <laughs> all of the work and all of the uh, like blood, sweat and tears that we put into our everyday lives when we're on this ship, you know, it should be worth something. And um, I think that you really have to try. And even as, as a leader, you have to try even harder because you one have to believe it yourself and you have to, you know, help enforce it with other people especially junior sailors, um, because, you know, you look up to, when you're younger, you, you look up to the people that rank higher than you, you know, you pay attention to how they're handling things, and you pay attention how they react, and, you know, how they take bad news, and things like that, so I feel like if you are in that position, um, you have a responsibility to the people lower, um, in the chain of command than you to kind of, put your best foot forward and, um, lead by example, which is really hard, um, because everybody is a human and everybody is a person with family and friends and people that they love that do not also live on the ship with us. So it's, uh, hard for every single person, um, when we're at sea and a lot of people forget that. So it is very helpful for everyone, not even, you know, not even like the highest ranking person, even the lower ranking people to kind of be a little bit more compassionate with everybody else. 
because we're all, you know, we're all unhappy. We're all pissed. Like, no one wants to be there, you know? So I feel like if you have the power to change that, you should take it. Um, yeah. So that is all I have for right now. Um, I recently bought a new Switch, like the actual full-size Switch, and I'm playing Story of Seasons, and I have a baby cow, and I'm very excited to get back to my baby cow. Um, I'm going to leave it there. Uh, you can find this podcast on Spotify mainly. Uh, that's where I am linking people to, so you can go ahead, check it out, follow the, the page. Um, I got a new icon that is was um, uh, designed and uh, made by uh, one of my friends, so I will link her... Um, information in the just description and you should go check her out her art is so cute i love it so much this picture is just like i love it. it it's amazing um so she is really awesome and i will put her information below but that is all i have for today and thank you for joining me in morgan's room and i will see you later <laughs>